Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you are here today because you have a special treat in store. I have the amazing Shauna Spence here with me on the podcast, and we are talking about all the things today. So welcome, Shauna. I'm so happy you are here. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Becky. I am super excited to be here and just chatting with you again. (laughs) I know. I know. There was a good period of time that Shauna and I were probably on Zoom calls together at least once a week, if not more than that. (laughs) And then we've got to see each other in person twice this year, which is incredible. So Shauna, for everyone that has not yet met you, why don't you share a little bit about your journey in direct sales and across the industry? history, what roles that you've been in and companies you've supported and all the things. Oh my goodness, where do I even begin? (laughs) My journey started so long ago, I feel like. But what I love is that I have been on both sides of the direct sales industry. So corporate and as a consultant, Um, at least that's what I was called back in the day. I know (laughs) that we use different terms for that, retailer, consultant, you know, whatever that is. So I was on both sides. And I believe I started my consultant journey when I was 18. I had no idea what I was doing, but I'm so glad that I had that visibility. But one of my favorites is being on the corporate side. And when I started on that corporate side, I actually went into direct sales as a call center trainer. And at one point, we had over 100, we call them CSRs, like 150 CSRs, customer service reps. And I not only got to train on systems and website policies and programs, but I also got to train on soft skills. And soft skill training was my absolute favorite because I understood the wants and the needs of our consultants. Those are trying to make a little bit more money. So most consultants We're trying to make that little extra income while navigating another full-time job. And some of them are trying to navigate this through raising a family. Mm -hmm. So it was always our goal when I was on the call center side of corporate to provide the best customer service experience for them to help them achieve their goals. And we really owe that to them because at the end of the day, Those consultants are the reason we had a job and a paycheck. And then I was a quality assurance supervisor, which meant that I got to lead a team and we got to listen to calls to ensure we were not only taking care of the consultant and the customer needs, but also providing accurate information and finding ways to make their experience with us incredible. 
So our team, our quality assurance team, not only got to evaluate these calls, but I got to hear of like any gaps in the company that there may have been in regards to communication between the field and our home office team. So I loved being able to be the eyes and the ears of the company to course correct if we needed to. So, and then with my journey on the corporate side, I got to join the sales team, which is my love and my passion. And I got to work with thousands of direct sellers to help them build their business, to meet their goals, whether it was to make income or grow a team. Honestly, my jam continues to be connecting consultants' passion to the products and providing them tools to feel confident when sharing the products that they love to their customers. And I also love goal setting. And there's more. (laughs) I'm telling you, we were going to cover all the things. (laughs) One has done it all. (laughs) I did. There's a lot. I told you there's a lot here to cover. No, I love it. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. But I do. I love this side of it. I love having those goal setting conversations The key for me was never to tell a consultant what to do, Mm -hmm. but they got to pick their action based on what worked for them in their lives. And the reason that I was so passionate about this was because I was a single mom when I started in sales. And when I started in sales, let me tell you, it was insurance sales. There's no beautiful, tangible smelly, yummy product. (laughs) Insurance could be sexy. I mean, I had to figure out how to make that sexy. Okay. (laughs) So when I was doing insurance sales, the minute I was told that I was going to have to work all day and then give up my evenings to appointments, I literally cried. Like I had just invested all this time and money into this training to earn an extra commission for me and my daughter, I became an emotional wreck. I couldn't even imagine working all day and then giving up my evenings. The last thing I ever wanted to do was leave my daughter, who was a year and a half at that time. So I had to find a way to be present with my daughter and be true to what was important to me. So as far as coaching goes, I love allowing consultants that I coached to tell me what they could or could not do, but still accomplish their IPAs, those beautiful income producing activities, right? Yeah. (laughs) To meet their goals. So it's all about fitting this into what's important to those in the direct selling industry. Oh, I love that you say that, Shauna, because I think so often sometimes we get a little backwards. And as a business owner myself, I understand how that goes, right? Like we have this business because we want to be able to work it around our kids' schedules and be there at their games. I know Shauna goes to a lot of (laughs) baseball games too, right? And I think that that's so important. But sometimes when you're deep into the business and you're so passionate about what you do, sometimes you kind of have to do a little bit of that gut check. Like you're right. Like, do I want to do this? Can I do this? Am I willing to sacrifice this or that to get where I want to be. So I think it's super important that that's part of the conversation that you bring in is, well, tell me, is this what you want to do? Or how does this fit into your life? And how do we work this business into the spaces that you have available inside your life, right? Exactly. And that is super important to be able to fit it into your life. Is it something I get to do instead of something I have to do? Yeah. Yes. So good. Okay. So you obviously 
have a wealth of experience. And I can't even imagine working call center and listening to calls and all the things that you probably saw and heard, not just from customers, but also from consultants as well. And then bringing that information back to the corporate team. <laughs> I can only think of how many scenarios <laughs> that, that probably yeah. happened there. I think really, I heard it all. <laughs> over the years, though, I mean, what kept you in it, right? What is it that kind of kept you going and kept you coming back to direct sales? Because like you said, you started when you were a baby and have really built and, and you know, there's been twists and turns and ups and downs and lots of different careers and companies and all of that good stuff. But what's kept you in it over the years? Yeah, exactly. And I won't tell you how old I am now, but <laughs> you're still a baby. 18, still a baby. <laughs> at 18, I didn't feel like a baby, but I was a baby. So like 25 plus years into this and what keeps me in it? Listen, I have a huge heart for this industry. Like you can't even imagine this kind of work actually changes people. So many have found confidence, community, and flexibility. I personally love helping people connect their head to their heart and reach beyond what they ever thought was possible. Most people don't even know what they're possible of. And this industry allows for people to reach beyond that. And from my experience of helping thousands of people is that I rarely find anyone who is in the business just for the money. Maybe some, most of them are here because they have seen the impact they can make on people's lives. And honestly, that's priceless. This industry allows people to be more than they ever imagined. And seeing that evolve is euphoric. So good. So, so good. So it was, I think last month, maybe it was earlier this month. I can't keep track of the days anymore, but we were having this fun conversation around a formula that you've coached on that you've coined called cake. And I, I love that it's cake because who doesn't love cake with icing and sprinkles and all the things. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about that formula and what it means. Cause I think our listeners can learn so, so much from you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you for asking. And when I was sharing and I told you that I saw your eyes light up, I'm like, oh, she likes cake. cake. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Tell us more. <laughs> now everyone's listening even a little bit closer. <laughs> yes. Yes. And for all of you. <laughs> it's just a fun acronym for just how we can make sales cake for us. And I know that sales always has this stigma, right? And most people in this industry don't want to be salesy. They don't want to be pushy. They don't want to bother people. I mean, how many times, Becky, have you heard that? That's that's what we hear over and over. It's often, right? And I get that. But like I've said before, everyone has a heart in this industry and they genuinely want to help people and they believe in their products. And I love that. But what happens is our heart and our head don't always connect in this gig economy. And what I mean by that is even though you know your product works and you're totally geeked out about it and you want to share it with everyone to help them, well, that's really your heart talking, right? You're so excited. Well, your head then starts telling you something different, starts telling you stories, which I say are make-believe. You start telling yourself, well, 
you know, maybe they're too busy or I don't want them to think that I'm selling something or this person's going to say no. So what happens is when you make up a story, that's exactly what it is. It's a make-believe story. You make them, you believe them. It's make-believe. So then the head is talking at that point in time. So since most people in this industry have the biggest hearts, what happens is we struggle with reaching out because we don't want to hear no, or maybe we're just tired of hearing no. And it's hurtful. Well, I created this cake formula to help people create a script of what they can say to feel good when reaching out. What I love about this is that you can grab other people's scripts, right? You can go to AI, you can do these things all day long, but until you know the art of how to construct the script for yourself to ask people to book a party or event or have an open house or come join you or join your team, you're always going to be reliant on somebody else's words. So I want to set people free and help them to create a purposeful script that they can feel so good about. And this is actually in this industry, our opportunity to shed light on others' values and not about us. It's not about us as the salesperson, as a consultant, the retailer, whatever your title is. It's not about us, but it's about them. And at the end of the day, it's about filling someone else's cup and it's about their value. And I want to park on the term value for just a moment with a stat. Did you know that 95, I know you like facts here, Becky. (laughs) I hope I see this on one of your presentations someday. I know. I'm like, I'm already envisioning the slide. (laughs) I know you are. You're such a visual because when I told you about cake, you're like, oh, I imagine this already. So I love that. I've already planned out your book cover and all the things. (laughs) You got me extra excited about it. But the one thing about this, fact is that 95% of all people stay with a company when they feel valued. So let me allow you to think through this even more by asking the question, how many of you have ever left a job when you didn't feel valued? How many of you have left a relationship when you didn't feel valued or walked away from a sale when you didn't feel valued? Maybe it's a car sale, a furniture sale, a customer service sale, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all about People first, products second. Always people first, products second. When we lead with product, then people start thinking about their objection rather than listening to what you have to say. So with this cake formula, it's all about how to craft this so that others feel valued and will listen to you. So in order to get them to listen to you, talk about them, to really get to know them, to ask questions, but really talking about them. So have you ever noticed like when you're in a meeting or a social setting and someone mentions your name, that person instantly looks up and now you have their attention, right? Yeah. So again, it's it's all about regardless. At the end of the day, you want someone to feel good and remember you because it's not what you said, but it's how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. So this formula is about really pulling that together and you get to provide a service to someone. It's not about them saying yes. Although I know you want them to say yes. When you're asking them, <laughs> That's right? the end goal, but yes, yes. <laughs> we want them to say yes, but we have to, it's not about them saying yes, but it's about planting a seed that you care. Yeah. So the cake formula 
we say cake, you know, we spell it C-A-K-E, but in this one, it's really not spelled that way. <laughs> We're getting a little creative over here. <laughs> but it's like a three and a half step. And it's something like this. You want to compliment them, capture their attention, compliment them, and then just really go for the ask. Then compliment them again and end with a question. And I know, Becky, you like that one. Mm-hmm. End with a question. Always. <laughs> Always end with a question. Now, the other thing that I teach with this is how to overcome that objection. So you kind of wait, you pause. Or if it's a text or a messenger, you wait till they respond. Right. Most people will naturally just give an objection, whether it's true or not. <laughs> right? It's we true. do. I mean, a true story here. My husband knows I tell this all the time, but like if we go to the furniture store and we know what we're looking for, we walk in, they say, oh, can I help you? What are you looking for? And we know specifically we're looking for an end table, whatever that might be. And he's like, oh, no, we're just looking. I'm like, why did you say that? Like, tell them what we're looking for. But we just naturally do it. Right. We can't help ourselves. We're just browsing. Just browsing. (laughs) Yes. Right? So it's not really up to us to decide if their objection is truth or not, but there's a way to overcome it. And I love sharing that. So even if you're completely stumped with how to overcome an objection, I've got the easiest way to let you end them off the hook, but keep you in the driver's seat to reach out again that doesn't feel yucky. And I've trained this to so many consultants that has changed their follow-up business. So I know, Becky, like you asked me a loaded question. I get super passionate about this topic and I could talk all day long. And I know we only have a certain amount of time, but I just really love equipping people with the simple processes to help them get what they deserve out of life. And so I am writing all this down and you talked about this book. I can't wait to share it with everyone to help as many people as possible because I'm only one person to share this amazing way to get in front of people and to make it feel good for them and for you. I love it. I love it so much. And I'm the first one that's going to buy the book for the record. So so Shauna, I did not prep you for this ahead of time, but do you think we could play out what this looks like in an example just to bring it to life for people? So we have cake, we have compliment, ask, compliment, and in a question, right? Yeah. So could we just run through what that might look like in a sales conversation? Would you be up for that? Sure. Let's do it. So let's just say, Becky, I'm reaching out to you and I would love for you, let's just say, to join my team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do that one. (laughs) So I'm going to reach out. I'm going to say, oh my gosh, Becky, I am so excited to reach out to you because when I think about you, I just love how you are just socially engaging. And when you talk, people really stand up and listen. Like that is such a talent and such a gift that you have. And I am really looking to build my team with people just like you. And I would love for you to consider talking with me about this opportunity because I just know the impact that you can have on so many people in this amazing business and what you could do for them. What do you say that we just have a coffee chat and just to see if it's something for you? What do you think about that? I'd love to have coffee with you, Shauna. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. I love it. At the and end of the day, we just natural. get to yeah, made that one up off the cup. So, so, so good. Yes. 
Okay, so let's reiterate it again for those taking notes, right? So compliment, ask, compliment, and then a question. Yes. Yes. Okay, now, perfect. I I want to I want to say one thing about this. I say a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is like me. But I did give you some ideas of what you can say. If you're not a wordy person, you can still say, because if you're saying something to them that's a compliment, they're going to probably listen even more Yeah, because you are sharing something about them and they're probably taken back by that. Like, oh my goodness, she actually sees me. So it could be super simple. Like, Becky, you're truly amazing. And what I see in you is that you are an incredible person. I would be honored if you would just consider taking an opportunity to talk to me about this amazing opportunity to see if it's for you, because I just see how you impact so many people. What do you think about we just have coffee? No matter what the end result is, let's just get together because I would really love to partner with you. What do you think? Love it. Oh, so, so, so good. So good. Okay. So Shauna, I have to ask this formula, do you think it works best? in a conversation, like a voice conversation back and forth, like we're having right now, or will it also work on social media or text or however you're communicating with your leads or prospects? That is a fabulous question. I'm so glad that you brought that up is because yes, this is a conversation you have in person, but you can also have this conversation over text or messenger. But the point is say what you need to say quickly, but make sure you're waiting for their response back to you before you start digging into anything else. Yeah. Then once they respond, then that's when you start the dialogue and just setting that time with them. So it can be in person or it can be over text, but it has to be personal. One thing I want you to notice is you have to do the work up front to get to know this person. Like I know Becky, right? So what is it about this person that you can say about them? And I know what you're probably thinking. Well, Sean, I've got tons of customers. I don't always know something about someone, but I think they would be a great fit. Well, you can compliment them on their purchase. Maybe I can say to Becky, Becky, oh my goodness, you bought the product in our catalog that actually started our company. It's the staple of our company, which tells me you really know a great deal. I love how you are savvy in that regard. I would just love the opportunity to chat with you more about how you can help others making wise decisions and just learn more about the business. What do you think? Oh, so God. sometimes yeah. it can be yeah. about what they buy, or right. maybe I don't know anything about you. And I can say, Becky, oh my goodness, I just love your outfit. You totally pull things together. And I just think you are so organized. I bet you probably have all your clothes in your closet color coded. <laughs> I just love that about you. Even How if you did don't, you, know? <laughs> you pull it together. And I just would love someone like that because I could learn from you. I think this business opportunity might be something for you because I can just see that in you. What do you think we just have a quick conversation about what I do? You can ask me all the questions, but I just love to get to know you more. What do you think about that? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So Shauna, what I'm going to just point out what you didn't say. You didn't say how much the kit was. You didn't say what was included. You didn't give like, you know, 18 paragraphs of information about why you love your company and you love your products and why you love what you do. I mean, really, it wasn't about you. It was very much about me. And 
I think that's important just to call out because so often we think, oh, we have a kit special. We should reach out to everyone and say, you know, you can get started for just $25 today. It's not about like what's in the kit. It's really about the person that you're speaking to. It is. Now, I won't say, Becky, that that won't work sometimes, right? (laughs) If you've developed that relationship, and I know that does work, but it's not about the products. It's about people first, products second. The key is if it's an objection, that you follow up with them again. Because if you see something in them and you really think that they're amazing, you've got to put that on your calendar to reach out again to make sure that they know that you value them as a person. And it's not about being spammy. It's not about constantly bothering them about it, but it's just what value do they bring to the table that you see in them? Mm -hmm. And just sharing that with someone. And I think, Becky, you were in the, both in alignment that it's not always about business when you reach out. It could just be about something you see in them, or it could just be about their vacation or yeah. something else that you're just checking in. Because if every time it's a check-in about joining, they're probably not going to read your messages anymore. Yeah. But to get them to listen, it's always about what they bring to the table. Most people are used to hearing negative things or doing a lot of negative self-talk. So anytime you say something positive, they're going to listen with both ears and hear what you have to say. Again, it's about making people feel good. And at the end of the day, you want them to be your customer. Ultimately, just be your customer and follow you because you see something in them. And that's what our customers are wanting out of someone that they're purchasing from is to know, like, and trust. And this is a good way to build that. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. I have so much more to say on this. And like you said, I know we only have a little bit of time today. We might need a part two. I always say that we need a part two of this podcast episode. (laughs) But one thing that I love that you said is really just taking interest in the person and what you see in them. And somebody asked a really great question the other day when I was on a coaching call, they said, you know, I want to reach out to people and I want to build the relationship. And I know that's important, but I don't even really know what to say or where to start. And one of the suggestions I had was really to look and see even on social what are they posting about? What are they talking about? What are they passionate about? And then being curious about those things Mm -hmm. or interacting on that level. If everyone just saw that I was at Disney, then, you know, they're responding back. Oh my gosh, you're at Disney. What rides did you do? I love that ride. Oh, did you try this? Did you eat this food there? Right? So when you have that interest or that curiosity in someone, they're naturally going to respond back to you and engage back And I I just think that's so important because often we, you know, are thinking about what we're trying to accomplish first and not always thinking about that person or how to get to know them or what to say to them, or like you said, what you see in them and that value that they would bring into the business, which I think is incredible. I love that you brought that up. It is so good. I love that you brought that up because even if you do get to have a coffee chat with them or Zoom chat with them or more text messages back and forth. It shouldn't still be about the product. You know everything that you have to offer. Ask them, and I know, Becky, you're going to like this, and I didn't get an opportunity to share because I know that, you know, sometimes we share a lot and then we don't get to talk about everything, but I know you love things in threes. I love this. Always ask three questions, curious questions about them before you start interjecting what you have to offer. You've got to get to know where they are in their Uh life or what's important to them before you start pitching your product. So people first, product second, go for three. Three to one is the ratio that I always like to use. I love that. And yes, I love my threes. You know it. (laughs) Okay, so Shauna, shifting gears just a tiny bit. 
you've seen the industry evolve a ton over the years. What do you think it takes right now here in 2023? I know a lot of people are entering fall season and gift giving and holiday and have big goals, especially after the summer and attending conference and all the things. So what are your best tips to stay relevant, be successful, and just have some good habits in your business here right now? I love that question. Yes, you are so right. We have seen this industry evolve. But the one thing that does stay true is relationships. So <laughs> there's a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I have to say with a lot of confidence and passion and because of also my health coaching background, we need the relationships now more than ever. And people want to know that they can trust you, that you care for them, and that you will help solve a problem. So just show up and be consistent. I do want to say that if you have fallen off the follow-up train or know you are not consistent, it's okay. You can still reach out. Life happens to all of us. Be honest and say to the person you're reaching out to, hey, I went through this thing, whatever that thing is you went through, if you want to be honest, you know, and I fell off track, but I'm so excited to reach back out to you again to see how you were doing. I will tell you that people will appreciate that. And I have found that any reason to reach out, even if you feel it's a negative reason, it's actually a reason to connect. So I challenge you to text, to private message, or to call a person you forgot to call back months ago. Or maybe you found that sticky note on the floor with a bunch of dust bunnies on it. Because that has happened to me. All about your in there. It's in your book bag, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I never called them back. Just call and reach out. Yeah. And one more thing, if I can add. Yes, please Is do. remove yourself from the end result. Yeah. If you are too worried about if someone says no, or if you're worried about not meeting your numbers, you will paralyze yourself. Mm-hmm. I just did a speaking presentation where I got to see the most beautiful Becky Launder there. <laughs> Best day ever. You're so sweet. <laughs> but I got to share the psychology and physiology of why we sabotage our time. Mm. And there is good news about that too, because this is actually natural for us. And it's natural for us to worry about the end result. And our brain finds a way to protect us from fear and harm. So recognizing and tapping into why we do certain things is really critical. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I feel like, like I said, we could go a million different directions. And have We have so much to say, Shauna, so much. <laughs> Everyone should have I- just come and hung out with us at that conference and... <laughs> I know, I know, but I nonstop. <laughs> I know. Look, like I can't stop talking and letting you finish. We know so. so good. We both share <laughs> such a passion for this industry and are so excited about where it's going. And I think value very much of the same things: relationships, connecting with people. We both love threes and cake and all the formulas. <laughs> 
I do. I do want to share one last thing on okay. what you can do because I think yeah. this is fun. This is fun. Okay, okay good. Let's finish on so, a fun note. <laughs> I know you asked me and I really didn't finish, but what are like some habits? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah habits. Tell us habits yeah, so that you think would be good habit- for people. So what is the one habit? There's a lot, mm-hmm. but the one I will share as a good habit to get into is really knowing what to do when you're in overwhelm. This will happen. It happens to all of us. And I am a health coach and anything you can do to keep your mental game strong is so important. And I will give you one fun thing to do. At least I think it's fun. It actually works. And that's just breathe. When you find yourself in overwhelm, just breathe. Use a five, five, seven rule, which means breathe in for five seconds. So you breathe it in for five, you hold it for five, and then you breathe out for seven seconds. So this is an effective calming technique to get yourself calm, to think clearly. Mm -hmm. And here's a health tip with that. This is kind of like a two for one deal. So do this before you eat. Never, never, never eat stressed because your body will not metabolize the food. Oxygen actually is a key nutrient that speeds up your metabolism. So think about a fire in your fire pit. When you blow air on it, what happens, right? The fire kicks up. It's the same with your metabolism. If you're stressed, it actually increases your appetite and you may crave salty, fatty, and sweet foods. But if you breathe, it actually speeds up your metabolism so you can burn more. So if you do this technique of the 557 rule, if you do this 10 times in a row, which is about two minutes, you're going to trick your mind into thinking it's calm and it will metabolize your food. Oh, total two for one tip here. I love this. <laughs> and it only takes two minutes, right? Two minutes. You said do it 20 yeah. times. 10. Oh, 10 times, not 20. <laughs> Might pass out. <laughs> 10 times. And it's five seconds in, hold for five seconds, breathe out for seven, five, yes. five, seven, 10 yes. times. And that yes. equals about two minutes. Yes. So do that when you're stressed, when you look at your list, when you're in overwhelm, it'll help clear your mind and you will stay focused or do this when you are feeling stressed and you go down to the refrigerator to eat. So try to breathe. And it may change your mind um, and help you metabolize food. So don't don't eat when you're stressed. It doesn't help you. And that's what happens when we're stressed. We eat. And therefore, we eat a lot of things that aren't right for us. And we make bad decisions. And then we gain weight. Oh, so good. Okay. Well, my fun question back to you as we wrap up, Shauna, <laughs> is what's your favorite office supply? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So for some reason... When I go into an office supply area, I'm drawn to markers, mm. <laughs> markers, all the colors. I don't know what it is. I mean, just even looking at the packaging alone of all those multiple colors just make me happy. I'm right there with you. I love all the pretty colors. I have my own markers that I don't share with my kids. <laughs> I'm like, these are mama's good markers. Like, these are for my brainstorms. Like, no, you, you don't get to use those. I love it. I love it. Um, Shauna, this was amazing. I feel like we covered so much. And I think the examples and talking through what the cake formula looks like in practice is going to be so valuable to our listeners, especially those that are 
really working to grow a team and build their business and are trying to figure out the right words. And like you said, there's many scripts out there, but being able to really construct those conversations and having kind of the art behind how to put those conversations and asks together where you feel really sincere and good about what you're asking for. So I just want to thank you so much for sharing all the things. We're anxiously awaiting Shauna's cake book. (laughs) It's going to come out and it's not going to have recipes in it. (laughs) Well, it will, but not that kind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So good, Shauna. Always a pleasure to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. Where can we connect with you? Oh my goodness. So I have an email if you want to connect with me and you can email me at Shauna Spence empowers at gmail.com. If you have some specific questions or you want to take a conversation further, or you can connect with me on Instagram under Shauna Spence shares. That's a fun place to go to. Yes. Okay, perfect. So we will link to those in the show notes. So everyone has all of your information easily available. Thank you. This was amazing, Becky. Thanks so much, Shauna. I look forward to connecting soon. Thanks. Take care. This episode is sponsored by the Modern Direct Seller Fall Success Sprint. Our success sprint is just about to kick off. If you're looking for eight weeks of accountability, coaching, and strategy, check out The Sprint. We would love for you to join us as we spend eight weeks together navigating the challenges of our business, overcoming those hurdles, and making big strides together. Take a peek over at moderndirectseller.com slash success sprint. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.